You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. All right. I love this song. I'm telling you. This song is awesome, man. So this is our going to be our bumper music for the day, huh? Well, you know, it made me think of what's the craziest boss you ever had. <laughs> because I can't imagine because working for the, for Alex Jones because there's got to be moments like you got to deal with them right he's one of those people you got to deal with right. I imagine like your day to day you're like oh great now I got to deal with this and uh, and even if the money's good like you just got to deal with that I would yeah be, you got to suck it up sometimes I mean this is that that song we're playing folks is that if you're joining us welcome to mornings of the Lone Star the talk part that's right of uh, the morning show. And we're going to be here till about 11 o'clock. Join in. Facebook, Mornings of Lone Star, all that good stuff. Uh, and then also 936-647-3776. Hopefully we're going to hear from AAA uh, calling in later, a uh, representative. Hopefully it's like the one guy who receives all the phone calls because I bet there's some stories right there. Um, but, yeah, hopefully Daniel, that's the name. I'm getting I'm getting text messages about this. Awesome. Getting the hopefully he'll call between 10 and 11, and he's in a seminar right now because, you know, AAA – they're a cult, and they're always <laughs> doing the seminars. No, I'm just kidding. They're one of the, they're one of the best services here, and especially here in Texas because everyone drives. Right, and but, I was kind uh, of glancing through their history. They got a very august history going on. Oh yeah, they've been around. Yeah, That's what I'm yeah. telling you. Like, if you've been around for a hundred years, you're a cult of something. <laughs> right. Like, they're, they're, it's something. There, there, there is a dark history there somewhere. Yeah, someone screwed up. There's a couple. There's at least one generation. So. Okay, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call up their logo on my computer now and, and look for hidden, you know, messages like national. Well, treasure. they haven't changed it for hundred. No, they've probably changed several times. But uh, we got to make sure that actually, the American Automobile Association was actually founded before the uh, after the automobile because that would be the big smoking gun right there. If like they started two years before the actual first car came out, there there's your conspiracy. What my did friend. they do? No, they they could have helped horse carriages. The uh, uh, but the, yeah, I don't think the a, the AAA would work. But uh, that just makes me want to smuh. Yeah, thank you, Leo and Jason. Just to remind you, folks, if you are enjoying the talk show part, we are on uh, podcasts. We podcast all of our shows and on YouTube. We film. We start filming today's show, and uh, hopefully, we'll get some guests and things like that. But let's go back to that original question: the worst bosses. Because think about dealing with Alex Jones bosses you had to deal with. Um. 
I like to think that, you know, everybody's human. You know, there are quirks and foibles, but there's been, um, uh, in my past, there's been a couple that you just wonder how they got it and maintained it. Yes. Um, there was a, uh, uh, a couple of jobs ago, uh, more more than two years ago, uh, had a boss that um, there was just, there there were meds for what he had. And he had a, this, this uh, you know, the little voice that should pop up saying, you really shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't there, and, and he uh, just kept doing it, it. impulse control. Yeah, he, he had a little in, impulse control issue, um, and so that's a good opportunity to kind of you know say if it's worth it. You know, so this uh, people who work for Alex, you know, they have the choice to say, do yeah. I want to keep putting up with this or not?" And they, you know, you get a chance to rebrand yourself. And I got to say, every every you know whack ish boss I may have had in the past actually helped me say, "Okay, I don't want this, and what I do want." So it actually turned out into kind of a positive thing. Well, yeah, definitely a learning experience. Definitely I, learning. Experience. I, when I worked at Sonic uh, back in high school, I we had one manager who is probably about four times as big as me, mm-hmm. and that's width, not height. <laughs> and if you ever worked in a Sonic, this is this is you don't walk into Sonic to eat. You it, so the building itself is built. In hallways, basically. My college dorm room was bigger than us. Yes. So when he would work, it was so hard to work around him. and it, But it was such a constant reminder. And I felt bad because over a while, I'm like, can you just get out of my way? Like, I'm trying to deliver these drinks or I'm trying to get, you know, take this mm-hmm. money. And he's just doing his job. And he wasn't very pleasant. But it was just one of those things, like, you could totally tell everybody's like, I wish this guy wasn't here because he slows down production like right. by like 30%. And uh, he wasn't that bad. The probably the worst boss I ever had was Kroger. Kroger. So it was really interesting. Can you imagine being a boss of like twenty sixteen year olds? Because <laughs> I started working when I was fifteen, and it's because you could do that. And you had to get your parents' signature and all that kind of stuff. Right. And I I I was. This is so funny because you're sitting there at fifteen sixteen trying to figure out the world and how it really works. So Kroger taught me a lot of how the real world works. So number one, women aren't allowed to do any manual labor. I figured that out because ladies who were my age, they weren't allowed to go push carts, and they weren't allowed to do any uh, cleanup. They had to do the checker or the sacker. Because okay, I'm now playing this in my head, kind of my my. Because this is what I was told by my boss. This is my boss telling me. I don't think I've ever seen a female. You know. Yeah, out they the, don't. The they they told how me because they we had to do it in rotations. And after I kept doing it, and I was like, when do I get a break? Because when you go out there, it's hot in Texas. I mean, it's hot. And you're mm-hmm. you're picking up you know, 50 to 60 carts if it's a busy Kroger. And this one was. Uh, and I was sitting there. I was like, can we get someone else to do this, please? And he's like, well, no, you're the only male on the floor. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, we were supposed to be a team. Because you know when you go to the, the, the intro to working at places, like, uh-huh. we're a team, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, they that Kroger, that one guy, he was amazing at just making, make, telling you how it is while making it unfair. Like one of my favorite things. This is gonna sound awful, but we had a special needs uh, guy there mm-hmm. who wore headphones all the time, and he worked there. And we had several special needs uh, disabled people basically. And one of uh, you know, there's different spectrums, and one of them was his name was Kobe. He's my friend. Like he was actually legitimately a good friend of mine. And mm-hmm. there we. We worked well together. I helped him move stuff if he needed help and things like that. Well, there was another guy named Tim, and like Tim didn't really do anything. And I'll never forget how I sounded like a jerk in front of all these people. Was uh, 
one of his jobs, he was the janitor. Okay. But for some reason, whenever there was a mess that was too big for Tim, I had to go clean. Ah. And I remember sitting there, and the the boss is like, "Hey, we need you to go pick up the there's there's an accident in the restroom." And I I just remember I signed up to be a sacker. That was my job occupation there. That was you know that's where I signed up to be. And they're like in the male restroom, there was an accident. I got to go do this stuff. And I was like, I remember seeing in front of all these people, I was like, why can't Tim go do it? And they're like, uh, well, well, Tim, Tim doesn't need to do that. And I'm like, well, why not? Like, can he at least help me? And I just didn't, and I didn't for daring, Yeah. To, for daring to voice that, how much yeah. of a pariah did oh, you I become? Got, I got into the point, I got in so much trouble that I had to get rid of all the expired milk for the rest of the week which is a hell of a job and it smelled and that you admit you can't imagine how much wasted milk kroger goes through unfortunately i'm that guy i i, I dig to the very back for milk if you get like within a, a week of an expiration date i, I either eat it or throw it out yeah because i had my wife crazy. i had to do the meats and i had to do that and so i got to know those folks actually that was actually what was neat about that job is there's so many departments in a grocery store mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily work together so you don't know everyone's name there. You only know like your area. Hey, meat guy. So I got to know the meat guys, and so and the girls, and it was really nice after that because I knew my name, and they <laughs> would give me stuff. And oh, that nice. was and being fifteen, you're working eight hours, twelve hour shifts or whatever, and on top of that, you don't you don't get, you get like a thirty minute lunch break. Well, I never had brought my lunch, and so they would always feed me, nice. and that, like, every time like oh we we made the sandwich it's expired. You know, and like, here you go, here you go, Richard. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And I'm 15, I'm eating. And, uh, but yeah, that job, that boss, I don't know what it was. Like, I guess he just hated 15 year olds, but basically we're little minions. Wow, that that's interesting. And just as I said, I was kind of playing back in my head over, I've, I've never seen a, a female out in the. No, it's true. Like, that's what he he told me. Okay, come on, ladies. 19th Amendment. Let's, let's get it going. Well, let's was... start getting those carts out of the parking lot. Maybe. And the girls were, you know, it's funny that some of the girls wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, Richard can handle it because we have Jake coming on shift or whatever, so he'll take over. Well, we can kind of segue that into you know other aspects like the U.S. military. You know, for the longest time, females not allowed in combat roles when maybe some of them are the best suited for it. You know, the Russians for decades had you know female yeah. snipers because they're just better at shooting guys, I guess. Um, but it took a long time for that to become more mainstream to put a, a female, you know in a fighter jet or on the front line and so many of them wanted it but we're told well no because if you're captured they can do things to you that you know are bad and it would it would mess up um the cohesiveness of the unit and i'm thinking if you're captured by the bad guy they're going to do things to you male or female doesn't matter so um so it's, it's getting there bit by bit so if we got women in you know combat roles in the military let's get them out in the kroger parking lot that's what i'm saying well, yeah, check it out. I, I bet they do. Now, I don't really know what's going on today, but another funny thing about that place was they wanted me to join a union at 15. The Kroger Union. And then that's what I, that was the first encounter with a union, and I was I still didn't get it. American Sackers, number 42? Well, no, no. I don't know what is grocery union or something like that, but it, it's funny when you start learning more about the process of how the world works. Like, I couldn't use any of the benefits because I was underage. Because <laughs> you had to be like 18 to right? be qualified for any dental or anything like that. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so I basically gave them, I think I tallied it up to like a thousand bucks total. And I, I was kind of upset because I couldn't get out. 
to yeah. get out of it was going to take you, me. young commie, you. So it was a it was an interesting experience. So you know, screw you, Kroger. <laughs> There's a reason why no one likes you. We're going to Randall's after the show. So, yeah. No, they're too expensive. Randall's another grocery store that's out of control. They punish you for not having the Randall's card. Oh, I am Mr. Randall's card, and I got that. Uh, like got they, the their prices are too? like double if you don't have a Randall's card. Well, I I am like so I, I love finding a deal. I, I'm like Mr. Coupon, and uh, I've got that little app they have on their phone too. So as I'm in uh, Randall's, man, I can I, if I don't save like forty percent, then I felt I failed. It's like a and that's not forty percent though. Well, yeah, I'm down to normal pricing on that. But. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There, man, forget Randall's. Forget it. We're gonna take a quick break. Morning's Lone Star, Skippy and Dick. Stick around here on IrelandStar.com. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. All right, we're back. Hello. Thanks, Alex, for bringing us in. Uh, just giving a heads up to the folks over that Super Deluxe on YouTube who made this song. So, heads up, heads up to them. Heads up to them. Big shout out. But uh, yeah, we were talking about Kroger, Randalls, and HEB. Apparently, HEB, uh, Dick. According well, to I think Texas-wise, HEB, because I mean, HEB is Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas is HEB. Kroger, some Northeast like trash. But no, I was kidding. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Randall's in Dallas, they're called Tom Thumb. Well, Randall's sold was sold probably about twenty years ago. I'm probably going to misrepresent that. Randall's used to be local here mm-hmm. in the area, and then they yeah, sold. Yeah, they're uh, the Onstead family. Randall yeah. Onstead. I remember the days when they didn't sell, if memory serves, they didn't sell beer or beer wine, wine because, yeah. like, their kid was killed in a car, uh, a DWI accident or something. And that's, I remember the big stink that happened. Poor decision to make. Right. Um, but I remember the stink that happened when they decided to start selling beer and wine. It's like, oh, you're selling out. And uh, so I guess that was part of the whole. They When they sold, they sold out. Yeah. Well, at least they stuck to it. Right. Or the owners did. But yeah, it should be all the way. It should be all the way. Okay, all the way. They're more Texas. They have more Texas-based foods. They actually, if you go there, that's where it was interesting because I was uh, the guy who's I don't know his name. The guy who you see on TV with JJ Watt Scott, all the time, uh, McClendon or something. Yeah, like Scott, that, yeah. the guy who the big huge guy uh-huh. with, the glasses, with the glasses. He does a lot of speaking arrangements, and uh-huh. I've, I heard him speak, and he talked about the business of grocery stores, and it was pretty interesting his mentality, and especially how they do at HEB. They're very focused on the local community, and they design every store around the community so if there's a heavy hispanic population a lot of the food they make there like fresh is influenced by like the hispanic community and then which i love and i eat that food like every day 
So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to live in those areas because I'd rather have fresh made salsa that's made the way I like it. Well, you so. can answer this for me because I was there just a weekend or so ago. Okay. Uh, my, my mom dragged me there. Now, my mom is, you know, she can eat jalapenos right out of the jar. Yeah. I did not get that from her. I'm such a wuss when it comes to taste buds. But apparently there's some big chili pepper. Pl- there's the, poblanos. Ha- ha- yeah, but it was hatch. Hatch, hatch chili. Yeah. yeah. And that the entire HEB, uh, this is going on uh, like 1488. Yeah, they have like a month. It's like hatch chili. And we spent and two hours in this place sampling everything hatch related. Now I'm not, you know, I'm not a spicy guy, so but just the place was packed. I got the last six pack of hatch pepper beer that I just bought it just just to try. Just, well, no, just to say I had it. I don't well, I think that's part of the marketing there. That's totally what they're trying to do. But is there something about hatch peppers that I'm just not aware of? Is it like the best? Is it soy no, like grain? I think or what something? it is is probably cheaper to grow and faster. I mean, I'd probably something like that. But, but if it was I like had to guess. Hatch Day. They had like a no, bouncy it's house. They actually and... do their whole uh, Sunday paper article about it or like their ads. So uh-huh. It'd be like three pages of just anything hatched, like hatching their meat, hatching their chips, hatching their beer, hatching their sauce. I mean, everywhere. They had so, hatching their oatmeal. I kid you not. Yeah. No, it's like everything they were like, I think what it is, they buy it like Walmart style. I wonder if Scott unlike, owns a hatch. Put, yeah, put it, put everything you got with hatch. <laughs> Okay, I'll have to try that. Uh, my my son was very excited. My son's a marine and just like total badass kind of guy. And uh, when I sh- showed him the picture of the hatch beer that I bought, he was very happy. So I guess we'll have to crack open that six pack at some point, and I'll, I'll tell you well, how I mean, a pepper beer tastes. I, I mean, I'd be willing to try it. I've you, had jalapeno want, beer before. You want in on that? Actually, uh, I met a guy who uh, does Lone Star in jalapeno, and it's actually pretty good. Really? Yeah, you slice up a jalapeno uh-huh. and you do the slivers. You don't have to put the seeds in, but you do like a sliver and you just drop it in your beer. And it's uh, what's nice about it, especially if you use a glass bottle, is you get the jalapeno around the rim. And so you have that kind of stingy taste to it when you drink your beer. Oh, okay, I got you. And it's good. It's actually really good. Okay, well, I got a six-pack, so you, me, my son Adrian, I'll let you have two each and then I'll just sip my one probably. And, and you just drench the jalapeno all over it. I guess we have to get hatch. But uh, you know, right. it's funny they don't uh, HB. I don't think you can even buy with during the hatch deal. They don't really s- promote buy just the hatch chili. No, it's like hatching everything. You know, buy but, our but hatch not hummus. buy the actual plant or by the uh, out vegetable. front. They would um they had like a big grill thing because when we went in, my mom ordered like a pound of hatch peppers, and they were like slow cooking them while we were inside shopping for three darned hours. And came back out, and she grabbed her peppers, and off she went. I dropped her off at home and went and had, you know, probably lubies for dinner. That's, that's the I grew up in England, so, you know, very bland food is my thing. Yeah, they're, they're well known for that. Oh, you betcha. But, uh, yeah, HB all the way. Okay, you're talking me into it. I'm going to go hit HEB and eat something that's not hatch-related, and I'll let you know. Uh, I'll give you a status update on that. Good. Awesome. Kroger, no. Just, and Randall's, no. <sighs> okay. Like, I refuse to go to Randall's. Okay. Well, I have a, I'll, I'll try HEB. I'll let you know how it is. What, what happened? What kind of grocery stores they have in England? Was it called Aldine or whatever? Uh, Isn't that... Tesco was the big one we had. And um, British style of, of shop, grocery shopping was you pretty much shop for the day or no more than two or three days out. Like our first house in England didn't even have a refrigerator. We, it was a pantry with a fan in the back because you get the daily da- dairy delivery. The milkman would bring milk and cheese and stuff, and you just put that up there. And you buy enough every day. Just to have meals for that day, maybe into the next day. Yeah. Um, so you'd have the 
the bag with the baguette sticking out of it. So you get your 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 loaf of bread, your 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 whatnot, your can of uh you know beans, uh, or you know if you just wanted really spicy food, uh, Indian food was huge over there. Curry was huge in England. It still is. Yeah, I, I, it still is. But that just really surprised me. Not um not burgers. They called them beef burgers over there, and uh, y'all don't consume a lot of beef over there. They didn't. Well, back in the day, then of course, Mad Cow hit, yeah. and that really took care of that that issue. Um, and I, you know, to this day, I can't give blood because of that, because I lived in England after 1980, and so I'm like blacklisted because um, they don't know what the gestation of Mad Cow is. That's crazy. So I didn't I, know that. Yeah. So you know, 30 some odd years later, and I still can't give blood, and you know, I don't think I've got Mad Cow. Maybe a couple of my ex-wives might argue a, that that'd one. That'd be but, a twist. Yeah, right. A, That's how I'm gonna die. Forty years later. Did you uh, know you have cancer? Well, yeah, I knew I could. And my cow disease. Oh man, <laughs> way to go! Way to live in England. Yeah, thanks, England. Well, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay. And when we come back, we're gonna hopefully hear from the folks over there from AAA. I know he's at a seminar, but I mean, you know how those folks are. And we'll try to get in touch with that. You're not seeing the air quotes. Yeah. The seminar. But we'll be right back here on Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Hillary's in the creepy weird six stuff man. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Video. Are we back? We're back. I'm loving the sound of that song, man. We got to play that every day. No, I think today will be the last day we play it. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Let's find something else for tomorrow. Yesterday was the the Carpenters. We can always find something different. We can always find something different. But uh, welcome back, Warren's Lone Star, with Dick and Skippy, talking current news, having fun, talking trash about Randalls and Kroger, and, and how H E B rocks. Apparently. Well, it's just it's just a Texas based. Grocery chain. I, I got to so. get in on it. I'm telling you, you're going to make a convert out of me. I'm, I'm pretty sure of this. It's just so much better. Okay. I'm going to check it out. But the news today, I mean, we got to figure out if political a, news. Yeah. Deal on DACA happened or not. Because um, last night the news went out that a deal had been made. Uh, the uh, President Trump sat down with uh, Nancy Pelosi and uh, I think Chuck Schumer had him over for dinner. And all of a sudden, the news comes out. Oh, a deal on DACA has been reached. You know, the uh, like the the Dream Act. And um, this morning, Trump's tweeting, "No, there isn't." Pelosi's responding to his tweets, and I mean, this is how we conduct business here in uh, in the United States is on tweets. So of course, uh, and this is so great. He tweets so much; it's great. He does. The I would like to you know put out a job application for the guy who takes the phone out of president trump's hands and gets a lock of his hair and gets like there we go you probably need a hacksaw for that one that's with a all bonus the he, i wonder you had to 
declare that five thousand dollars. <laughs> That's right. Anyone getting claiming that bounty, they'd have yeah. to claim that to the IRS. But no, yeah, he uh, he really wants that wall, and I think that's what he's doing. He's doing his whatever. Okay, it took thirty years to build Beltway Eight, so I think it's going to take a little bit longer than that to build the wall. I think we should just kind of maybe shunt our resources elsewhere. Is my personal opinion on that, or just put a speed bump there to at least slow down the traffic. Start small. Yeah, let them all drive Volvos. <laughs> yeah, crack their oil pans. Yeah, and then they'll, they'll be in real And then we'll get a lot more oil in America on the byproduct of that. There you go. We have an answer for everything. We can solve the world's problems one by one, you and I, my young friend. Yeah. Well, you just need Twitter. You need Twitter, right? You know, what do you think would happen with Twitter if, if Trump got off Twitter? You think Twitter would actually go down in stock? You know how people always like react when something big happens in a company? It's like, oh, they're down 10% because of this. That's a good question because it wasn't hurting beforehand, but I think the novelty kind of wore off on it. But um, I mean, he really is the only reason I think Twitter is still relevant to a lot of people because people are on it replying to him. Like if you just click on any of his tweets, you see, I mean, how many people are commenting on <clears throat> each tweet. So like now, like alone today, in the last twenty four hours, he's probably had over two hundred thousand comments on his tweets alone. How'd you like to be the staffer to read all those? I mean, I don't think they do. I don't think he even reads them. Oh, I highly doubt that. Um, because there's just too many. But I mean, you think when he uses the John, that's when he reads them? Because <laughs> you know, the you know, they would totally run that story because so many people watch him. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, he's on his phone all the time. He's literally reading all these tweets. You know, two hours out of his day is reading these tweets. Well, here's the thing that's got to suck. It's anything written to the president. Secret Service has to check it out for possible threats and oh, stuff, gross. which means there's some poor guy or gal. That's why they have AI. That's why they're developing AI. Man. Well, because, you know, it'd be interesting to have a guy follow or girl follow him and take a picture every time he tweets these tweets. That way we know exactly what's happening, like what he's doing right now. <laughs> Geotech. Because do you think that, because the one thing I love, like, you know, everything's based off TV, right? And you watch The West Wing, which is a great show. Yes. And it got me thinking, you know, this guy, the President of the United States, has probably the one job that he has zero control over mm-hmm. when it comes to his day-to-day doings. So do you think in his itinerary, every day, he has time set to tweet? Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand, the, like, the you know, the actual process of, it's like, you know, people tweet, they either tweet when they're on the toilet mm-hmm. or when they're on the bus or something in between what they're doing. And so you think he's literally leaving the Oval Office, having a meeting with whoever, going to have lunch or wherever he's going to the next meeting, and he's literally like... Because it is him doing it. And so he's not throwing it, it is. out. It's I mean, got to be it, with all those typos and stuff. Yeah. You know, hire me, guys. I, I will I will proof each tweet before it goes But no, out. but really, do you think he does it in between? He, he's got to because he, he's ripping through them because the whole shtick of Twitter was like 100 and what, 140 characters. So you think something? that cafe thing was a speed bump? Yeah, I, I think he was like you think the, talking. You think that Ted Cruz liking <laughs> that porn video was a speed bump? <laughs> that was that was oopsis maximus there. It was how did that happen? I mean, haven't we all just accidentally liked a porn star on Twitter? Is it just Ted and me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm trying to understand the day to day because, I mean, honestly, looking at the last 24 hours since September, let's see, today is the 14th. They uh one two three four 
five, six, seven, seven tweets in the last 24 hours. I don't think I've like tweeted so, that much like in a history. But a lot of it are continuations because, you know, 140 <clears throat> character limit. Right. So I'm trying to figure out when people have time to do this kind of stuff. He's got to go fast on it. I don't think there's like a voice to tweet app there. So he's got to be texting away. You yeah, that is a good they question. They could probably put in his itinerary. I guarantee they're like, all right, we're going to save 10 minutes for him to sit down because he wants to focus on what he's going to write. I um, It'd be so interesting to do a documentary. If, well, yeah, of the, the, of this. the tweeting president. Yeah. Let's, let's what put a in a bid for that. <laughs> the tweeting president. Um, not a lot of people know this, but uh, when this presidential election was was gearing up and I was just really unhappy with everybody that was running, I actually started my own presidential campaign, Skippy for Prez. Look it up on Facebook and uh, skippyforprez.com. And I uh, started off as a joke, but then I became like a safe haven for people of uh, varying political affiliations to kind of vent and I had kind of a platform going, and one of them was, you know, the President of the United States is one of the, if not the most important job on the planet. Um, you have a certain responsibility. And so I had, like, a list of presidential do's and don'ts, and, like, the president does not roll up his sleeves and loosen his tie. You know, if you dress up for court, you can dress up for the Oval Office. You think so? I, I, I firmly believe that. I feel I like that's a generation thing. Because, I mean, I remember Obama was very casually dressed. Right, and I actually had an issue with that. And Obama or not, it could have been a Republican president just as easily. It's it's. What happens if they wore their army uniform, whatever, you know, because most presidential people serve Mm -hmm. or have served. Can they wear uniforms after that? Yeah, they can, right? Yeah, uh, I I, very much believe so. Um, None of them. So if your son is out of the army or whatever, where he's serving, can he still wear the uniform? Uh, when you're retired, I believe you can wear it for your 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 dress. You know your class A's. Like, like say I'm going to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Can I wear it to the wedding? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to ask my son that. I'm embarrassed. So you think I would have known that offhand? I'd well, like, I don't think anyone winter. really knows because I think when people see the uniform, they don't question it. You right. know, they're just kind of like, yeah, he he's doing something really great, and then that's the end of that thought process. So if the president just wore it everywhere he went, right. The, Although that would talk about the, the, the dictator memes that go out. Because, you know, typically you're that, that's what, that, that I, I mean, that's one thing. It's a generation thing. But, I, and, I, and I see what you're talking about, but it's just such a responsible position. You, you know, I don't think, you're not one of the guys. It, it's like in the military, you have your officer's club and you have your enlisted men's club. And never the twain shall meet. Because you got to have that that kind of wall. You, uh, it's nice to have flashes of humanity, but the president shouldn't loosen his tie and roll up his sleeves and be one of the guys unless it's a photo op. Uh, he shouldn't hold beer summits. You, you know, the, the Oval Office and White House is supposed to be for um, high-level meetings, you know, heads of state, um, certainly not shenanigans of the Clinton era or um or beer summits and that's just my my personal take on it i think if you can dress up for for church or court you can dress up for the oval office you think that's why he met in trump tower you think what that's why he wanted to meet every time in trump tower probably um so he could be more relaxed yeah yeah home turf he's he's more in comfort because i mean if you i used to watch the apprentice so i'd I'd see the gaudiness of you know gold and marble everywhere you think you got young kids running around here that's that's insane um, but I really think it's about the home turf on that. But I see that's what's what's kind of weird to me is you, you look at the position and it's of the people. And But then we put on these things where it's like you have to be dressed up everywhere you're going. 
then you have to represent a higher class. Mm-hmm. And I, it's I think, a dichotomy, isn't it? Yeah, it, it I kind of. How can you to me, it would be ways? different if he was wearing like overalls. <laughs> you know, if that would be he's wearing that every day. I mean, that'd be kind of like, man, that's interesting because I, I never even thought like, imagine wearing one of those oil onesies. You know, right? And that's what he's wearing just every day. How about the hairnet and the name tag? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's unfair for what you're, you're judging that job position on, because that's. Oh, dude, I was there. Once you're you're basically time. saying that only rich people can do it. Dude, I. am just kidding. I'll that's just say for, for my presidential campaign, I tied for third. I'm just gonna leave it there. Okay. But no, I don't think I don't think you do. You have suits for every day for that. I, I have a suit. That'd be your first. Yeah. That'd be your first concern. Yeah. You'd be like, "Oh man, I got this job. Now I got to buy yeah, suits was, every day." I was complaining about dressing up for it, and I've do only got have, the one suit. Do they have like a monthly service like that? You just order, you know, a tie every month, like a new tie. Change the tie every man. I got so many ties. Uh, I, oh, that re- thank you. That reminds me, I got to pick them up from the dry cleaners. They all got wet because they were uh, stored in a box on my on my uh, closet floor when the waters came in from uh, Harvey. So uh, thank you. I gotta go pick up my ties now. I got like forty ties at the dry cleaners ready for pickup. But I see that that's what's weird to me is when you know the history of, the, of that office mm-hmm. and how what is you know the, people put so much pressure on it, but he has no control over like or she has no control over his day to day. So it's like how do you become an effective person? Because I think some people have the philosophy of being effective, if that makes sense. And I don't know how a person like that can be so effective when they're doing so much every day. You, very good. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it, it makes total sense because, um, you know, you're, as you said, your entire itinerary and agenda are out of your control. You know, he probably gets three, four hours sleep a night, and this is any any president. Um, how goes it? Sorry, we have guests walking oh, in Oh, here. it's Jake. It's He's Jake. an engineer. How's it going? I was, like, looking out of the corner of my eye here. Um, so I think it gets down to um, because you have no control of the meetings itself— that you have to project the sense of you know what you're doing, or at least you're surrounded yourself by people who do know what they're doing. And like, you know, in the off hours, some some people may know, you know, I direct theater plays around here. And so I'm the director. I'm like the, the, the top banana in quotes. But I surround myself with people who know what the hell they're doing. You know, the stage managers and the tech crews and stuff and trust them to do their jobs. And my one job is to project a sense of calm and that this is going to happen, you know, I got to deal with the egos of everybody else, actors and their insecurities, and put on a product at the end. And I think the president needs to do that as well. And in my mind, that includes dressing for the occasion or acting for the occasion. There's a time to be one of the guys after hours, late night poker night. Yeah, but so you're but you're saying it's not like every time you see him on on camera or anywhere, he should be wearing a three piece suit. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's me. I know it's a contrary view. I'd love to hear uh, people uh, rail on me about this, uh, but I'm going to well, I mean, school on that. If he's going into work, he's wearing the suit and tie. Mm-hmm. But when he gets to when you get into the office, you take off the jacket. You're not going to wear the jacket all day, right? Correct. And they yeah. have AC there, right? Yeah. So I would hope. Yeah, and, and he's a big guy, so I imagine he's one of those guys who's like crank it down. It's got to be at, like, 62 every time, any room I go into. Well, you know, they just replaced the air conditioning in the White House, so I think you just— How do you know that? It was on the news just, like, a week ago. They had to move the entire West Wing staff over to the old executive office building because they were updating the entire air conditioning system in in the White House. Well, with the AC update confirmed, which is great, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com with Dick and Skippy. We'll be right back. We're going to be closing out the show. Coming up next is going to be Montgomery County Lifestyle, so stick around.
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Rising up against us, millions of pointed people of the very worst type, and I'm so pissed. We're going to steal your daughter at the mall. <laughs> I cannot get enough of this We're song. back. We're back here on Mornings with Lone Star. Thank you, Alex Jones, Rants, Sing Like a Folk Song, being our bumper music. So is there be, is there be music? I think your mic's off. There you go. Oh, man, something's happening. Bad. Oh, I know what I'm doing. I'll just try it again. Nope, not working. Man, I'm just messing up here. That's my fault. Jake, you want my mic? You good to go? There you go. Maybe we need to check these mics before we uh, go on <laughs> the air. Crazy music talk. every day. Yeah, we're just gonna be having fun, you know, okay. doing different stuff. So uh, we got the last segment here on Mornings of Lone Star, and uh, your mic's working. Don't worry, I got you working. And uh, yes, welcome Jake to the table. Yeah, thank you. Coming? I'm I'm sorry I'm in late today. Uh, I usually have a different alarm set for Thursdays and Fridays. But is it an uh, iPhone three? Because no. he uses that. Maybe that's. Okay, back no. off my iPhone 3, okay? It plays Pandora and, uh, um, okay, it plays Pandora. So, <laughs> you know. That's all you need, right? That's all I need, right? Pandora I mean, be- besides the IR Lone Star app. That's right. I'll we'll so see can... if it works on my iPhone 3. I listened to you guys yesterday afternoon. I really enjoyed, uh, oh, the uh, Rick, Rick and with, I doing with the you music. And Rick doing the yeah. music. I actually really enjoyed it. We were. We were just flashing back to the '70s all the way, man. It was—I mean, I love the '70s music. So uh-huh. it, it, I was doing my uh, doing some work on the for the show, and yeah, I was enjoying. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Well, we're gonna be doing Queen it. in a week or two, man. Two well, hours. It's Queen. a Queen's my favorite. That's my favorite band of all time. Freddie Mercury. Oh, that voice. Yeah, voice he, of an angel. It was just his birthday just a couple of days yeah. ago. I think right? he was like 71. He would have been. But uh, yeah, well, the, off the air, uh, we were talking about like presidential stuff, and I think I got uh, Jake in my corner on the whole dressing up for the job. Yeah, I mean, I was just saying, well, I, I'm kind of, of old. Of course, when you that. meet people who are representing the country, yes, you're going to wear whatever's at that current time and space of what's appropriate for respect. And somebody's like always that. watching. Well, yeah, but I mean, like if you're going into the office, like if they got a picture of him with the rolled up sleeves, that bothers you. Oh no! If you're in the office. Absolutely, but I'm talking um, many speeches that the uh, former president gave uh, uh, gave out, uh, President Obama. And again, it could have easily have been Reagan or Bush or 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 Carter or whomever rolling up the sleeves, loosening the tie, and say and trying to be one of the guys. And I just personally don't really track with with that. Again, I, I grew up in the military. My whole family was military. And, you know, my father was an officer, and I was an officer's kid, and there were certain privileges, and I got to go to the officer's club, and a lot of my friends, their dads were enlisted men, so we didn't, you know, we we got to hang out together, but our dads just had to operate on two different planes because you had to have that chain of command. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to respect 
and, and rely on the person in charge that they know what they're doing. Yeah. And so if you roll up your sleeves and sit down over beers and start complaining about the job every day, that lessens their, um, that would lessen my thought on how effective they are. And Dick and I actually started off this morning talking about wacky bosses. And I think, you know, I think Dick's Dick, a wacky boss. <laughs> Dick's a wacky boss. But actually to kind of book in that Dick, some of the worst bosses I had tried to be one of the guys, you know, tried to say, oh, I'm just like you, this and that. And, you know, making 10 times the salary. And I'm like, no. Yeah. And it's like, stop. Don't complain to me about your job when I'm, I need to complain about my job to someone who's not you sitting at this table. I mean, and it, it's, I've, I've was raised to believe the fact that, you know, you are, you're, you, you dress for the job that you want mm -hmm. and you always dress better than what you're supposed to dress. So that way your appearance, not just to the public, but also to yourself, it's a confidence booster within yourself, but, but from a public's eye and from the world's eye, I mean, he is our, our figure that the world sees when they look at the United States, in my opinion. So. And it kind of, kind of goes international. You know, if uh, Kim Jong-un suddenly showed up in a Hawaiian shirt and cargo shorts, he would no longer be taken seriously. That would be the I would greatest meme ever. I would, like, pay top dollar just to see that. Yes. You uh, so judgmental. Well, no, it's not that we're judgmental. We just have standards. Yeah, we're judgmental as well. <laughs> uh, oh, also bearing in mind that, you know, Jake's saying the dress for the job you want. He's in a, uh, you know, a stained Hawaiian shirt and... Hold on, I don't know if he has pants on or not. I'm having a look. <laughs> oh nope, nope. There we go. I got some some breezy boxers on. <laughs> Any ladies want to come by the studio? You That's know. why we have this huge window. Look at the huge windows. <laughs> so they ask me boxers or briefs, and I say depends. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We we really need that rim shot sound effect, Dick. Just saying. So how did y'all get started on the wacky bosses topic? I don't know. That was like. Oh, so three hours ago, Jake. We started talking. Yeah, we started. No, oh, because I said, imagine having Alex Jones as a boss. Alex Jones. The the crazy guy who speaks on the radio and Infowars and stuff like that. He's the, oh man, like, this guy is. Yeah, so I was saying, like, imagine having that boss who's just so ridiculous. You're, you're dealing with him every day. Like, you're putting up with it. And everyone has, like, a life, you have, like, a, a shelf life with having a job like that. Yeah. You're, you're definitely going to be quitting at one point. I, I'm too young. I've I've had very few. You never heard of Alex Jones? No. Okay. Well, you get, go on the internet and you'll figure it out. But I've I've had too few of uh, employers, too too few bosses oh, okay. to to really have a, a grasp on. Because most of the the companies I've worked for, they've been internships, so it's been summer long things. So I I had a finite time, and that way, if a boss annoyed me or anything, it was just you know ah it's three months. I'll just, yeah, I'll bear it. You know, uh, to be it. to be young and foolish again, instead of <laughs> old and foolish like I am today. <laughs> well, what? no, really, because a lot of people do that transitions into that mindset where it's like oh, I'm leaving anyway, screw it, or it's like, man, I get paid really well here, but I hate it, and the boss is really what can make and break it. Yeah, so. they truly can. Um, most jobs that I've had, and at my age, believe me, I've had plenty of, of different ones. Um, the jobs have been great for the most part. You know, I've been, rarely been in a job where I just hated the duties that I had or what I got uh, hired to do. A lot of it was the people, rarely the coworkers, but usually the management, whether it was an immediate boss or way up the the, the chain up to the CEO, the like the philosophy behind mm. it. Um, you know, yesterday we were talking about Mattress Mac, and he's an awesome guy. Now I'm sure he, you know, some of the employees are like, oh, he works me so hard, and I got to work so many hours a day. But... He has 
a great philanthrop philanthropic uh, slant to him that kind of counterbalances that. He may be a slave driver for employees. I have no well, idea. Well, I imagine he's a slave driver for those truck drivers. Right. they have to deliver. Same day delivery. Same yeah. day. So. And, and they're open 24 hours, I think. No, they are open pretty late, though. I don't, I don't know if they're 24 hours. But he'll guarantee it, and that's the thing. So I'm sure there's been many a phone call where he's been, you know, howling on a driver, get there or, or don't come, you know, come back with an empty truck or don't come back. But he kind of counterbalances it by being such a community presence. Um, no. No? No? Zero tolerance. You have zero tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Um, yeah, but no, uh, tr truly, uh, most of the bad job experiences have been with with some of the higher-ups. And for the most part, a lot of them tried to be like, hey, I'm just like you. I'm just one of the guys. And I bookending it back to the, the president thing, sometimes you just got to be, you know, Patton was Patton. General Patton was Patton for a reason. He didn't have beer with the guys. Now, they respected him, and every now and then he would show, uh, you know, walk the lines and say, I was once— you once upon a time but this is who he is now Jake where you wants me am I going to replace oh, yeah. you someday <laughs> uh, gallery furniture is up until 10pm so just throwing that out okay there. good well I'm just wondering because I had a buddy who worked for gallery furniture who delivers stuff and that was his biggest complaint were the hours of doing the truck delivery because most people don't think oh you work 9 to 5 you're at a desk well their job included it was some weird timing where driving wasn't considered full time. Oh, okay. So to drive somewhere that was like half time. So oh, if it took wow. an, if it took an hour to get somewhere, it was thirty minutes on the clock, or something like that. It was some crazy thing like that. Okay, no, that that's uncool. Because um, on on the heels of that, they'd have to like do some serious manual labor and get that furniture going. Well, and then I can imagine traffic throwing a wrench in that as well. So. Uh, you know, I would make sure to – I'd be speeding everywhere. It would be unsafe for the driver. That's oh, how yeah. <laughs> Unsafe uh, work conditions. Well, that's how they have to do it, though, right? Because they deliver. I mean, they got to get it all done the same day. Else, so they're right? working until midnight most of the time. Probably. Yeah. So unless they have just a plethora of trucks and people delivering stuff. Plethora? Did you just say plethora? Yeah. Boy, we're getting polysyllabic here on this show now. I'm loving just, it. We're going all We are going all the, the way. But, uh, but, yeah, you were once me. I was once you. Yeah. A young little the tadpole becomes the master. Yeah. The father becomes the son. That would be kind of weird with you guys. We're going to move on from this spot, I think. <laughs> That'd be a twist, right? Yeah, right? Jake, you know. Saving for sweeps week. I was nine years old when I met your mother. <laughs> there was and an was accident 10. with a contraceptive and yeah. a time are you machine. Are you nine years older than me? <laughs> I have no idea. I, was, I made that up. I was going to say, I don't think so. You would have to be like five. Which would be really weird. <laughs> Really weird. Okay, I think both your ages together combined, and I'm still older, so let's move on from this track. Well, you're, you've got to be a young 42, 43. Oh, my God. I'm buying your coffee, <laughs> which, is, which, which is free next yeah, door. Yeah, free next door at Conroe Coffee Shop. Thanks very much. It's some very good coffee, though. It's yeah. awesome coffee. Did you see the parking lot in the back? No, what happened in the back? Oh, it's a madhouse back there right now. There are 30 cars back there. I, it was really? unbelievably hard trying to get into the parking spot. Why? It's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on today, but every spot is full. Double cars all the way. I mean, the downtown's bumping. It is. Conroe's hopping on a, it is. On a Thursday today, morning. Right? Okay, here we go. This is what I was thinking. This is what I, I watched Ghost in the Shell last night. Oh, yeah? How was that? And it was it was interesting. It was very good. Uh, it's on Hulu if anyone wants to mm -hmm. watch it. Uh, when I was a child, my speech, feelings, and thinkings were all those of a child. Now I'm a man. I have no more use for childish ways. So you're still a child. 
when do I get to become a man? I don't know. It's when you're you're done with your childish ways. Oh, that may be there. Complain about parking lots. Well, I dodged that bullet. <laughs> Emotionally, I think kidding. I'm like the youngest one of all three of us here. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but... <laughs> Okay, coming up next, we're going to be closing this show up. Thanks for joining us uh, here on Mornings Alone Star. Good talks today. I'm liking that. Yeah, we're, we're kind of be... getting saucy on some topics we're here. Gonna, we're going to be back. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to be back. Coming up next is going to be some Montgomery County Lifestyle special co-host, Christy Leggett. It's going to be in. Nathan, I think Nathan's sleeping in a truck because he delivers so much stuff and works <laughs> with all the hurricane relief going on. I'm, every time I talk to him, he's out of breath. Really? So maybe he's match. He should apply for match max job is what he should do. And replace uh, him. Replace him, and just still because he needs someone who looks beaten tired. Uh, <laughs> he's got the always, job. Always at the house. Man, I got that job if I want. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We're on YouTube and podcast. Mornings of Lone Star. Just look us up on iTunes or Google Play if you're just now joining us. Uh, the full lineup for today's talk block is on ironlonestar.com/slash/show/calendar. We do have a full show today, awesome. so we're excited. Enjoy the rest of your morning, folks. And uh, we'll check you later. Be good. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Hey guys, I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Catch us every Monday from 1 to 3 and check out our website, nerdthugradio.com. We like to talk about quilting, horseback riding, and baking quiche. Actually, we don't, but we do like talking nerdy to you. That's right. Every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m., hashtag talking nerdy to you. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.